Hello, this is a daily tech and today I'm sharing some more tech news with you. It's been really interesting, so do stick around until the end and you'll get all the latest tech news. Also, if you're on what if you're watching on YouTube, uh, then do click the subscribe button. That way you'll be able to see all the latest tech news by me, which is daily. Uh, if you're anything like uh, on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, there should be a follow or heart button. Click that and you'll also be able to hear the latest tech news. So yeah, also all the articles I talk about will be linked in the description below, so if you want to go and read them for yourself, you can. Anyways, let's get right into it. Uh, so OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk 2077 edition has just launched with a striking design, and it definitely is striking. It's definitely one for the samurai. Uh, so, at the launch of the OnePlus 8T, the company teased it had a special uh, OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk 2077. 2077 edition on the way too, and while it didn't share too many details, uh, now the phone has launched. So the limited edition uh, phone, which is now only confirmed for China, has a very different look to the standard OnePlus 8T, especially from the back, which is obviously where they made this change, they wouldn't do too much to the screen. It has a unique design which includes many of the elements that we've seen from the Pro material, including bright yellow highlights. Which just makes this look so cool. Uh, so, uh, there are three parts to the OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk 27, uh, 2077 edition rear panel. So the upper part features a large glass panel housing uh, with the camera lenses and 2077 lettering, which obviously just looks great. If you are watching on YouTube, you can kind of see it from these images here. I wonder if there's a better one. It might be. No. This one's probably the best one. Maybe this one. Yeah, this one. Um, and on here you can see it, it looks very good. So, um, it also, uh, the middle section is also glass but with a mottled finish, and the bottom part is a darker shade which includes the Cyberpunk 27, uh, 2077 edition logo. Obviously looks really good. Uh, it helped the phone stand out more, even though it really doesn't need this. It comes with a customised, uh, luminous case, which appears to change colour and brightness based on a natural light around it, which is just so cool. Of course, this isn't our first look. We have had teasers and different glimpses of different bits, but this is obviously the most complete look. Uh, the front of the OnePlus 8T Cyberpunk 2077 edition looks a lot like the standard model, uh, but it includes a live wallpaper and some other cyber, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I really can't say <laughs> um, inspired interface elements. For example, the fingerprint unlock animation is the same as the artificial eye scan in the game. Which is just a small little feature that makes this phone so cool. Uh, as for specs, uh, it's much. Uh, it's the same top version of the standard OnePlus 8T. Uh, so you're really only getting a different look. So of course, 6.55 inch uh, 1080 by 2400 AMOLED 120Hz display, which is really good with a 402 pixels per inch uh, pixel density. Uh, so, in terms of cameras, there's a 48 megapixel uh, main snapper with optical image stabilization, plus a 16 megapixel ultra wide camera, and a 5 megapixel macro one, uh, and 2 megapixel monochrome. So, it also has a 4500 milliamp hour battery, and it's surprising they didn't put bigger batteries in these. For the fact that you can get a really budget phone with like 5000 milliamp hours, or at least we're going to, are we getting those? I think there are a few. Um, but I think it is optimised for that battery, so it is fine, but it would be nice to see bigger batteries soon. Uh, and has a very fast 65 watt charging, uh, which is one of the highest that we get on these phones. Also powered by the Snapdragon 865 chipset, 
which obviously is one of the highest end chipsets you can get on this on a phone. 12 gigs of RAM, along with 256 gigabytes of UFS 3.1 storage, and with a nice touch that it runs Android 11 out of the box. So being priced at CNY $3,999, I'm assuming what they use in China, I don't actually know, uh, which is around $600, US dollars, 465 British potatoes, and 850 uh, Australian dollars, and uh, RS45,000. But the actual price uh, in different regions won't necessarily be close to those conversions, obviously with all the transporting it and all of that stuff. And it will go on sale on China from November the 11th, uh, which obviously figured at the time of writing, there's no information if it will come to other regions. Uh, but assuming uh, that I'm still doing this, which I will be, you know, y you'll find out the day, seeing as uh, if it does get launched on that day, because this is Daily Tech News. So, yeah. Oh, and the article is by Tech Creator. <laughs> but, um, there we go. So, uh, next article by What Hi Fi. Uh, Samsung Galaxy S21 has begun production, uh, report claims. We're talking about these Samsung phones a lot now which is obviously good news for it being soon. So despite the fact that the Samsung Galaxy S20 and S20 Plus and the S20 uh, Ultra uh, phones only launched late, uh, year, uh, like earlier this year, and the S20 FE edition uh, is barely a month old, there's uh, still a matter of a global pandemic to contend with. A new report suggests that the production uh, lines are rolling for the S21 smartphones. Uh, so the report from a German tech portal, uh, WinFuture, uh, claims Samsung has kicked off mass, produ uh, off max, uh, mass production uh, of the Galaxy S21 and that third-party manufacturers have been working on the smaller components since last week. Uh, these are apparently being sent to Vietnam and South Korea to help production, according to the report. So production of the S21 Ultra has also begun, according to uh, an exclusive of the Berlin-based news site, of uh, the high-end variant rolling off the assembly line in Vietnam since Wednesday, uh, which... Wednesday today, isn't it? Yeah, so it's been starting today. Uh, what of the S21 Plus model? Uh, so that's underway, having uh, started a little later. So, yeah, uh, these phones are starting production, which is a good sign it will be coming soon. Uh, the report follows a leak two weeks ago uh, from OnLeaks, uh, which is a reliable uh, leaker, who posted a CAD renders of what the device will look at, uh, look like, thus, um, Telling us and suggesting how good this newest flagship phone will be from Samsung. Uh, so, uh, Hemmerstoffer uh, has since posted another render, this time of the latest and updated S21 uh, Ultra camera setup, which is a quad configuration, which you can see from this image here if you are watching it. As noted by Cena, uh, the new future report, uh, the Win Future report. Uh, along with further updated images from uh, the noted tipster, as momentum to the idea that these phones could be uh, with us in January, like we're expecting. Which is really cool. I think getting these phones out now might be a good idea for Samsung. Maybe, uh, I think, I don't know why they would be doing it so early, but I guess they are. Uh, next up, Xiaomi launches Mi Box 4S Pro, which is the first 8K capable Mi Box. So 8K, while very expensive still, is becoming more um, out there and right now it's currently really only kind of a thing you'll watch off YouTube like once or twice like special videos but it's slowly uh, very slowly currently becoming a used thing 
and getting streamer boxes that offer 8k capable stuff is obviously quite good and Xiaomi are trying to get into that market now. Uh, so the Xiaomi uh, Mi Box, uh, this is by Android Authority, uh, so the Xiaomi Mi Box series is among the most popular Android TV boxes uh, around, coming at a cheap price and offering a fair amount of features, which we see a lot of Xiaomi phones. Like, we've already seen the Mi Box 4S and the Mi uh, TV Stick launch in the past few months, but the firm is aiming even higher with its latest product. So they revealed the Mi Box 4S Pro today, and the key selling point is that it supports 8K video playback making it one of the few 8K capable streaming boxes on the market right now. Uh, so, the Mi Box 4S Pro also supports HDMI uh, 2.1, 16GB of storage and 2GB of RAM, and Bluetooth voice controls. Uh, as with uh, the case in many Xiaomi TV products in China, this device uh, ships with the latest uh, MIUI uh, for the TV platform. But there is no word on other specs, also we can expect, but we can expect a USB port. Uh, so expect to pay 399 uh, yuan for this, which is about $60, which is a really good price for a new streaming box when it goes on sale in China, with pre-orders kicking off from November the 5th. So it does mean it's a little more expensive than the Mi Box 4S, which comes in at around $43, US, uh, which tops out 8 gigs of storage and 4K playback, which is still really good. Uh, of course, people have asked about the availability outside of China, and there is a chance it comes to uh, other regions. Uh, so, there is a chance whether or not it will happen, we're not sure. I think it would be really good, because getting one of these really but Of course, they will be a bit more expensive than the conversion rates, I'd assume. But still, I think it would be really good uh, to get these in other regions. Just because there's an absolute great value of them. Yeah. Our next article by... Um, Organix.org. Uh, uh, so HTC Vive announces developers and uh, to get 100% revenue share on Vive port for the 2020 holidays, which is obviously good. So HTC Vive uh, has announced, well, HTC has announced that uh, the that Vive port developers will earn 100% net revenue uh, share for their titles on the company's virtual reality on-demand platform through the end of the year. Uh, so the company stated that in doing so, in order to support its developer community, with November and December being the most profitable months for game developers, and of course this is going to help that a lot. So from November the 1st uh, through to the end of 2020, developers uh, can participate in submitting and opting in their VR games uh, titles to any of the following Vive port programs, which obviously you got the Vive port store, a one-time purchase, the Viveport Infinity program, the Viveport Arcade program, or using uh, the Viveport in-app purchase service. Uh, and then uh, they will get 100% profit off of their games, which is obviously really nice. I think that's something nice that HTC do, and it really does help the developers. So, yeah, it's really good that they're doing that. Like... Giving 100%, obviously, they won't be making profit of their games. I mean, HTC are alright with that, I guess. And I think that's just really good. Uh, next article by uh, Land Mobile. Uh, so, a court, so um, Motorola Solutions announces new Tetra device. So, according to the company, functionality includes smartphone pairing via an embedded NFC chip alongside Bluetooth 5. Uh, users will also have access uh, to a broadband app known as M Radio Control uh, 
through which they can access talk groups. Uh, other features include a wind noise uh, mitigation uh, through the use of a loudspeaker as an additional microphone, as well as an automatic uh, elimination of acoustic feedback from other nearby radios. So the MXP600 uh, also includes over-the-air programming function, enabling radios to be updated on the go uh, within minutes. So Motorola Solutions Senior Vice President Mark uh, Schmidl uh, said, Frontline professionals will always need uh, their radio to serve as a lifeline. They may also require collaboration for other devices, including smartphones uh, and body-worn video cameras, without compromising the security or reliability of their radio voice communications. So this is what this device is for. Quite cool. Nothing too much to talk about here. So yeah. A next article by Express. Uh, so major Google Play Store change offers uh, boost to millions of Android fans. So Google Play Store has introduced a huge new change that will have an impact on um, will have impact on millions of Android users worldwide. Android is one of the most used pieces of software in the world, obviously with loads of phones. Uh, with over 2 billion devices running uh, the Google Mobile OS uh, and the go-to-go the go-to place for Android fans who can download the latest and greatest apps is obviously the official Google Play Store marketplace. Where else would you go? Like that's obviously really good. That's like the best there. So any changes to the Google Play Store marketplace has a big impact on the Android user base uh, as a whole. And the latest version uh, to the Google Play Store could push Android fans uh, running an older version of the OS, such as Pi or Oreo, uh, to upgrade. So as reported in a post by XDA developers, Google has uh, shifted the API level requirement for updates on the Google Play Store. So after making sure all new Play Store apps in August were required to target uh, at least Android 10, Google has now told uh, devs that all patches to existing apps must, uh, must target Android 10 or higher. So this essentially means that which previously apps which weren't previously uh, weren't focused on Android 10 will be now pushed towards taking advantage of the OS's uh, software and security improvements. So Google said every new Android uh, version introduces changes that bring significant uh, security and performance improvements as well as enhance the user experience of Android overall. Some of these changes only apply to apps that explicitly uh, declare support. Uh, so configuring your app to target recent API level ensures that users can benefit from these improvements. Uh, while still allowing uh, it to run on older Android versions. Targeting a recent uh, API, API level also allows your app to take advantage of the platform's latest features to delight your users. Obviously, I'll go on to about that. I mean, I'm not sure about this. Like, I probably, I've been away for like uh, like an hour, so I kind of forgot what I was saying, but we'll just go off here. So I really don't think it's right about making it Android 10 yet, but I feel like it should be Android 9, maybe it is already Android 9, I'm not sure, but I mean, yeah, because the number of Android 9 and Android 8.1 uh, devices do exceed this, so Android 10, it was the most used mobile OS around though, running on uh, a quarter of percent of the devices, 25.14%, which might as well be a quarter, but I think it should still be uh, using Android now, especially with some of the modern phones that you can get, which are really still quite powerful, but I'm getting Windows 10, uh, not with some Windows 10, what well, was embarrassing, no, uh, Android 10, which I think just, I think Android 9 should definitely be, 
what it's using now, but there we are. I guess it does push people to upgrade. Next article by uh, The Mirror. Or oh, Mirror. Uh, so, PlayStation 5. Sony confirms which of your favourite PS4 games are in for an upgrade to make them look absolutely amazing on the PlayStation 5. Uh, so, after months of anticipation, and the PlayStation 5 will finally go on sale in a matter of weeks. In the build up to the official launch, Sony has sh uh, shared more information about the PlayStation Plus collection with the monthly PlayStation 4 games. So, Nick uh, Maggery, uh, Vice President of uh, Global Store Services, said in November, PlayStation Plus members will receive two PS5 action adventure games Middle Earth Shadow of War and Hollow Knight uh, Void Heart Edition, dropping on Tuesday, the 3rd of November, which was yesterday. We're also thrilled to announce PlayStation Plus members who own a PS5 console will receive uh, bugs and acts uh, when the uh, PlayStation 5 launches at the beginning of November 12th. So yeah. So they go on to explain the very first PS5 games to join the PlayStation Plus is Young Horses, ultra charming, uh, whimsical first person adventure, uh, bugs and acts. Playing investigate uh, journalists who are set out um, to explore Snacktooth uh, Island, home to legendary half bug. Half bug, half snack, snack creatures, bug snacks. Discover, hunt, and capture all 100 critters while also tracking down and returning the island's inhabitants, which sounds like a good game. I've never heard of it before. But yeah, we'll just go on that stuff. Uh, so, the PlayStation 5 console owners with PlayStation Plus will be able to de redeem a player curated library of PS4 games uh, that define the generation like Batman, uh, Ark, Arkham Knight, Bloodborne. Uh, Fallout 4, God of War, Monster Hunter, World, uh, Persona 5, and many more. So here are the games available in the PlayStation Plus collection. Uh, currently, I assume there might be a few more. So Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, uh, Ratchet and Clank, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, Uncharted 4, A, a Thief's End, Batman, Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Zombies Chronicles Edition, Crash uh, Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, uh, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5 and e Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Uh, so, of course, these games will be available on November 12th in the US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, and New Zealand, South Korea. However, fans in the UK will have to hold out another week, which is a bit of a shame, but Oh well. And finally for today, uh, last article uh, by Games Radar. Valve is uh, launching Half-Life's uh, Gnome Chomsky uh, into space for real, for charity, which I think is just kind of cool. So for every person who watches the launch live stream, uh, Newell will donate one dollar, which I think is really good. So I like these things for charity. I think it is really good, especially the interesting ones, which everyone will enjoy. Charity gets good. Everyone, it's a win-win kind, win-win situation. You're gaining advertisement to your stuff. Uh, you're donating to charity, which obviously is just good. And people are getting entertainment, which is just all really good. To Val's uh, game, Newell uh, is launching a garden gnome uh, into space for a children's charity. Uh, you may have completed the difficult task of launching uh, Gnome Chomsky, uh, the garden gnome, into space in Half-Life Two, Episode Two. Another little fella will head in space in real life. So Newell is working with Weta Shop, uh, Weta Workshop, a collectible design and manufacturing company, 
and Rocket Lab, a small satellite launch company, send a gnome into the stratosphere. So for every person who watches this, uh, gnome, uh, gnome Chomsky will get blasted in space or within a day of a launch. In the day of a launch, you will donate one dollar to the pediatric intensive care unit at Starship on a children's hospital in New Zealand. The launch will take place uh, somewhere uh, sometime within fourteen days of November fifteenth. Uh, so Rocket Lab's live uh, stream site is also in this article. Uh, so if you want to click on that, you'll have to go to this article just because it would be a bit too difficult to link everything. Uh, so Chomsky will be launched as a part of a rideshare mission at Kick Stage from com Launch Complex 1 in New Zealand. Kick Stage can reorientate re and deorbit itself post-launch, which means that it can re-enter the atmosphere and burn it without a trace. Environmentally friendly, but not known friendly. <laughs> Uh, Newell admits that no, uh, Chomsky's chances of survival are grim, which is just obviously not great. I mean, we want no Chomsky to live. So it will be part of a rideshare mission, kick stage from Launch Complex 1 New Zealand. As a kick check, I oh, know I've already said that. <laughs> I tend to forget what I'm reading, especially when I talk about it more. So it's great to see a Half-Life 2 character uh, being used to help raise money. Uh, as no uh, Chomsky would say. Uh, we shouldn't be looking for heroes, we should be looking for good ideas. This is definitely a good idea. Like, definitely. It actually sounds really cool. I'm definitely watching this. Uh, so, if you did enjoy uh, this episode, which I hope you did, uh, do leave a like. Uh, if you're on YouTube, just put that on in there. Uh, yeah, so, it's quite interesting. Comment about any tech news that you want to comment about. I will respond. Hopefully. Anyways, uh, do have a good day.